Hello and welcome to That Happens, a show where we delve deep into the mysteries of the wild and wonderful beyond. My name is Spencer Crittenden and I will be your tour guide in this excursion. And joined by uh, joined by me, someone who's been joined by me is my faithful co-host, the Blast Master, the Money Maker, the Mast Blaster. Have you ever blasted a mast, Kevin? I don't, but that's on my bucket list as of today. Kevin Day, we got to get him in a boat so he can start mast blasting. Um, what what's up, man? How, how's it going, Kevin? What, what any any life updates? I mean, you, you as of today can go onto Jim Ma Foods uh, T Public site and buy Blastmaster T-shirts, hoodies, uh, phone cases, everything that you want with my face on it. You can go there right now. Just search for uh, Jim Ma Food on tpublic.com and you can find the Blastmaster merchandise. And I know this is a weird question to ask you, uh, but you know, Jim Mahfood's not listening. The audience isn't listening. It's all good. What do you really think of that design on those shirts and stuff? Are you a fan? Do you think it's like, uh, they, you know, it's like, I look like that or, you know, how do, how do you feel? Honestly, I love it because it's, it's so not me, you know, his, I don't know if you've seen the design, but it's like me angry and screaming and, you know, all about the music and all this, which is a little, little different than what I normally am. So I, I, I like the look. All right, that's the boring answer I expected. Um, okay, Man, what answer I, I, what did you want? I wanted something you know bombastic in in in. Uh, I hated it. I, I there absolutely we go. hate everything Jim makes. It's terrible. I can't stand working with him. Don't buy the All right. shirt. So if my spies can clip that and send that to him, that could be really good for me. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't really. I don't know. I, you know, we talked a lot. We arguably talked too much last week and I'm still more or less coming out of that. Um, I, <laughs> I'm feeling better, but not a lot better, but, uh, it, I, you know, what's really making me feel better is the guest we have today. Kevin, have you ever met a wizard before? I haven't. And I, I'm pretty pumped to, to do this today. And I don't even know if that's the right terminology. You know, I, I I haven't been to too many different dimensions. So, you know, who knows exactly how we label magic users and stuff and, you know, in the lands beyond. But today on the show, we have a powerful uh, uh, person, you know, uh, un unstoppably powerful. You know, we've we've interviewed some some big people on the show, but none none so capable of reducing us all to dust or I don't know. Is that a spell? I'm, I'm not clear. But uh, <laughs> as as Carl DeLinden was on the show, how's it going we got you you know when you have a mast you need to keep it blasted as a airship proponent if my mast is not blasted you're going to get turbulence you're going to get that and when you're up in the air in an airship that's problematic at least I guess I kind of forgot that you uh, you you sail around an airship, but yeah, I mean, I think in an airship you're kind of blasting mass like a hundred percent of the time. If you're not mass blasting, you're plummeting. I would imagine. Well, not plummeting, but not peak. You know, it's sort of like <laughs> in the Earth realm, you've got those those devices. What are they called computers? And sure. you know, if you don't dust those out, you're going to have problems in the long term. It's not going to make it explode right away, but you know what i just found or i i this is like have you ever have you ever lost knowledge this is knowledge you've gained before but have lost and then when you found it out it's like oh i feel like i had an echo of this in my brain somehow but this is new to me a computer used to be a term just for a person that just like did calculations and stuff and i just totally forgot about that until someone like pointed that out um but yeah <laughs> i don't know that is profound 
Yeah, I'm a profound guy. It's uh, I, most of what I say is really interesting and good. Uh, but yeah, so you do a Twitch stream. Um, well, do you just want to talk about the Twitch stream? It's, it, I find it hard to explain to my fans. Um, I say it can be a lot like a, a crazy wizard rave, but you really have to see it to believe it. And so then we raid, uh, and then we raid your your stream, and you rarely disappoint. It's it's a, it's a it's a blast. You know, it's it's the kind of blast a blast master could really get behind i think um but you know do you want to talk about what what exactly you got going on over there i love that introduction that was very sweet oh my goodness i'm i need some milk to wash out to wash down how rich and sweet that introduction was thank you so much um of course i try to keep the facility open and give a little something for everyone we have dance parties we have acoustic jamborees. I bust out the piano and play some Ghibli songs here and there. You never know. And there's also a lot of speed running. It's like going to a resort and, you know, there's always something happening. And it's open darn near 10 hours a night. So we try to keep the energy flowing first and foremost and accept everyone and anyone that wants to have fun in their own way, even goblins. <laughs> goblins can be tricky i'm actually a big goblin fan i always have been i love non-humans and stuff but you you were you put it very you you kind of breezed past it but 10 hours a night this is a marathon streamer the things that you i just like i can't i can't do a single thing for like even one hour like i even if i'm playing like i've like the longest i can go is like elden ring lately um but like i'll play you know maybe three or four hours of elden ring and even if i'm having a like the time of my life i'm like i gotta leave the house i just need to switch activity so i'm just super impressed with your endurance your stamina uh is that is, is do you just are you just like powerful and magic or is it like is it hard obviously you, you have some breaks built in and stuff but like how do you how do you do that you know, as I said, I see it as a facility and I keep it open. And as long as it's open, we're going to have great wizards or mages. I don't want to classify and put in, yeah, in, even a, sorcerers put in a bucket. You could be a wizard. You could be a mage. We have great wizards and mages. And when people like the Sixler drop in, that really keeps things flowing. Just like, you know, like in the earth realm, you have like a red lobster. You know, and as the new clientele come in, the energy shifts and along the way, more and more fun is created. And maybe you might find someone who hasn't seen a certain aspect of the experience for the first time. You can introduce them and that'll just propel and perpetuate the fun more and more. Um, that being said, you know, it, it almost is like, some people love playing games for marathon sessions um and as and also as you said some people need to change things up and i think we do i might do speed runs for an hour then play live music for an hour then dj for an hour and right there you've got three hours already so after the three hour mark then maybe we start over maybe we run ninja turtles again maybe we run ninja turtles again and again and again <laughs> and the next thing you know i've done 10 speed runs of ninja turtles 89 and we're at the 10 hour mark so we just try to keep things fresh and flow and you know come on you you can't picture yourself and kevin having a 10 hour 
chat sesh marathon? Come on. I can no, picture. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure you it's can. It's not that hard. The thing about me is like at about 20 minutes into the show, I have to actually put a post-it note over, over cam uh, Kevin's camera because I can't, I can't even bear to look at the guy for a, a whole hour, you know? So that's like, I I'm really impatient. It's, 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 it's tough for me, but that's why I have so much respect. But like you said, it is like a facility that you keep open. It's like a, it's like a wizard's it's, you call it cack cackle keep, right? Cackle keep. And, and there's know, a map like you have a map right. and you can go to the different areas like it's this really crazy thing if you join the mage council you know you can uh, you can have a bevy or a plethora what, what do you say you know of of kind of magic abilities and like all sorts of things you can influence the chat it's it's crazy the 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 like the the sorcery you must have compiled to create something like that is is impressive you know i again i stream i'm very very primitive um but you know it's i can't even imagine what's going on there like how, how obviously it must have been a, a growth but like how long did it take for you to like build it up to what it is or like was there like a point where you started figuring stuff out and being like oh my god the possibilities are endless like how did that work well first of all i have to say you know you're you're throwing around some heavy verbiage at kevin <laughs> about the post-it note and you know, these days, I don't know, I heard Kevin was watching the creator clash and he might be looking for a challenger. He might be calling you out. You have to be careful these days. And these days on the internet, you could be called out to a fight at any, any corner. <laughs> I would and, love know, to have my ass beat by Kevin. Okay. Well, you know, <laughs> maybe you could just sell it, settle it with a, a roll off right there. Just say, Hey, break referee cut, throw down some dice. Um, <laughs> Also, you know, people talk about basic streams. You know, well, you, you called it primitive. I want to say, you know, streams. I know some people look at my channel and they sometimes think, gosh, there's so much production and it's so try hard. There's a million things going on every five seconds. But for me, honestly, I'm a fan of just the person. And it really, you could be Sushi Dragon or you could be someone with literally one camera and you're just knitting. And I'm, I could be, uh, I could be finding appeal in either one. It's down to the person. And uh, when you have a great host and a personality like the Sixler at the helm, <laughs> then I think it wouldn't, it does, you know, it's, it's quality Twitch streaming, uh, Spencer. So as for I how this all yeah. came, go ahead. How it all came about for my first two years on Twitch, I had like a zero to two average. There was no one there. And very slowly, <laughs> I started, you know, I was a speed running channel at first. I just wanted to get a quick time on ghouls and ghosts and move on with my life. It didn't, I wasn't thinking about interaction. It was an easy way to capture the run and send it into speedrun.com. You just mm -hmm. clip it and ship it. Um, and then, you know, two years in, I started playing some Ultima online more and more. And that community is so supportive. And I was starting to want to make every stream fun so back then i didn't have a set thing but if i streamed ninja turtles maybe i'd wear a ninja turtle shirt and a headband that said karate or something <laughs> or if i streamed kid chameleon i'd wear sunglasses and a white shirt and maybe a denim jacket or something <laughs> if i played a wrestling game i wore a wrestling mask and had a title belt on my shoulder and when i played ultima online i would embrace my wizardry and that started a little spark got me like 10 people to say, oh, wow, this is weird. 
and they would you know laugh at me getting pk'd clip it and <laughs> post it to the uo forums which is great interesting start <laughs> but oh slowly over time those people started spreading this message and i used to have i used to go on omegle which is a randomized video chat service and try to just say hello my name is Carl DeLinden. I'm a wizard from another dimension, and I'm coming to you live on this bizarre website called Omegle. And it was it was an interesting segment, the the randomized video chats. You know, some streamers turned to that because I didn't have much traction in the chat. I wanted to talk more, and I wanted to talk to just randoms. And it was perilous because you never know on a site like that. It was a lot of cutting away because you'd see awful things <laughs> far beyond just nudity. Beyond that, things <laughs> going places. It was disturbing, and I don't even want to think about it at this moment. But when I did those segments, I would always open it up with uh, an opening ceremony. And I would play a song called Pump It Up by a whimsical bar named Lord Danzel. <laughs> and strangely, I would, during the Pump It Up segment, People would get more excited about that than when I when I went on Omegle, then the views would go back down. They were just so excited about the pump it up segment. That was the that was the best part. So I said, gosh, well, maybe we should keep going in that direction. And that really helped when we started making rituals out of dance parties. And eventually, not even that long ago, maybe a year ago, I said, gosh, wouldn't it be fun if everyone who arrived would be able to do what they want sort of like those living book pc games like have you ever played um maybe i don't know arthur goes to the zoo and when you click on the <laughs> clock a bird pops out when you click on the dinosaur it roars and when you click on the teacher she goes i ah, don't do that so i wanted to maybe bring that element to a twitch stream get people to look at the backgrounds and say, what's going on here? Can I change the painting? Can I make a, a cup of coffee with Tecalote's face appear on your desk? <laughs> and I summon a chicken that's on fire. Yes, yes, yes. What else do we have? We have a library where you can open the books using secret commands. We have a dining hall where you can uh, summon food. You can summon pasta. You can summon Wendy's. You can summon... <laughs> Malk and more is on the way. So it's it all just, was a slow build from no viewers to wanting to increase interactivity. And it wouldn't have been possible. I want to make this clear that it would not have been possible without the quality community behind it. The people guided the questioning. I listened to them when they were into something. I went in that direction. And because of that slow burn process, that is the result that you see when you tune in. I think it's super interesting that the pump it up was like kind of one of these first turning points because yeah, to me, that's like such a staple. It's like, it really sets the mood and kind of, I think gets people on board and they just want to, they want to dig in further and stuff. And so, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Also, you know, you said the, the person is really important and like uh, engaging with the community was a big part of how you kind of grew it, really listening deeply to the community. And I find that really interesting just because again, yeah, like uh, I think that that comes through in all your streams, even 
even despite playing, you know, or streaming for so long, it's like you, you really have a good rapport with all these people and you know them, you know, contrast to me when I'm streaming and stuff, the, the people I recognize are oftentimes the people that annoy me the most. And so like <laughs> the deeper relationships that I have with a lot of my viewers and stuff are, are kind of uh, contentious to an extent. And, you know, and I have, and I've, I've, I've brought that dynamic with me to this stream as Kevin can attest, uh, especially with respect to the Shrub home video discord, which I couldn't hate more. And I, I have started saying that this is a joke and I'm joking. It's a fun thing that I, I, I make fun of people. It's punching down. So, you know, it's good. Um, but, but yeah, so it's, it's, it's interesting that that actually pays dividends to, uh, treat, treat your fans like real human beings and not punching bags it's really an interesting secret of yours um i do want to talk a little bit about uh music um but you know i, I don't know we we've burned a, we burned some of the show uh so i don't know before we talk music do you want to do you want to play something you know you're you're a wizard of magic and wonders you know you you brought up how integral pump it up is i'm never going to get away from it <laughs> i can't not play it Sure. Imagine if I streamed it, didn't play Pump It Up. People would be <laughs> lighting everything on fire by the end, demanding refunds on a service that was free. Um, yes, you know, I, before I came on here, just to get in the mood, I watched a bunch of Harmon Quest. Oh, I no. I watched uh, <laughs> episodes of this show. Of oh, that no. Happens with Kevin Day and Spencer course i've watched well listened actually um i watched your stream and i even wow. watched some dungeons and dragons content i watched the spoony ones counter monkey episode of about uh, exploding heads or something <laughs> and so i was i was kind of mystified i was i was kind of mystified and and i felt this this dragon energy and it was in no way influenced by the email when you told me to play this song. And I just felt this <laughs> force of a dragon all around me. And I said, you know what? For this show, I should bring forth some fire, some flames. And so I will click my carrot. I will go to my audio settings. I will click enable original sound. <laughs> And hopefully this wacky idea will work. Yeah, let's hope. <laughs> On a cold winter morning in the time before the light, in flames of death's eternal rain, we ride towards the fight. When the darkness is falling down and the times are tough, all right, the sound of evil falls around the world tonight fighting hard fighting aboard the steel to the wastelands evermore the skeleton souls will feel the hell bodies wasted on the shore on the blackest wings of hell's main we watch lands become environment flame and once again we know so now we're flying we're free we're free before the thunderstorms on towards our some quest calories on Far beyond the sun down Far beyond the moonlight Deep inside our hearts and all our souls So far away we wait for the day For the light so 
so wasted and gone We feel the pain of a lifetime lost in a thousand days Through the fire and the flames we carry On our items and our relics and our pouches Neatly and properly is how I would finish that sentence. <laughs> yeah, you got to be organized to, to stay alive, I'd imagine. Thank you so much. Oh, I'm supposed to. I don't listen to music very much, so I'm sorry. I, you know, that was not the best way to respond. I, I'm bad at this, but, uh, you know, uh, that, thank you so much. That's so I don't know. It's it's really impressive. And I think that, you know, obviously, especially hearing that uh, pump it up, um, was kind of like this uh, uh, kind of turning point for you it's I, I think that music definitely suffuses your stream and like I, I get like big musician energy off of you and so like I don't know when did you start playing music and stuff like when did you you know when I was a kid uh, my parents forced me to play piano and I hated it and I stopped as soon as I could and so like well you know like were you playing younger is it something you picked up you know and in, 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 you know later on or yeah I started music basically one of my earliest memories is banging on a piano <laughs> so it's always been there and i started wanting to play guitar pretty seriously when i was like six to be honest <laughs> so it's been a lifelong thing oh my God. Yeah. that's amazing so have you okay so so piano and guitar are there other music or uh, instruments that you go into or you know was there a time where you were like uh you wanted to do more with it have you ever been in any bands or anything or is it kind of just more of a solo thing oh i've been in tons of bands of every style you can imagine i started off in death metal bands <laughs> nice. And I did everything from country cover bands to uh, cover band playing Don't Stop Believing over and over. Um, <laughs> rap, I put out like 10 rap albums at some point. I mean, nice. Once you get into the world of music production, it's like, oh, what can I do now? And I, I was very interested in that um, once I was like, a teenager so it's been a lot of that um also i have the merchant who uh has always also been into music and also production and has taught me a lot as well so always had so it around heavy interest <clears throat> and just you know it's one of those things what's the quote i'd rather fight someone who practiced 10,000 kicks one time than someone who practiced one kick 10,000 times. Something like that. Or what's the quote? If you knew how much effort I actually put in, you'd realize I'm not actually that good for this much experience. What else? What's the other quote? Something like that. I don't know. But that's what's hard. What's hard is being able to do things 10,000 times. Like that to me is the true, you know, skill is that ability to persevere and keep something up. You know, especially if you're starting at something and you're not very good, it can be hard to, to keep it, it going. But I think, you know, starting young as a kid is probably, you know, a good way to kind of break through that kind of fear of failure and stuff. But yeah, you know, you mentioned the merchant who is um, appears in some of your videos because again, the, the these the 
streams, these these massive streams, they they go into all these different directions. You play, you know, a bunch of DJ kind of music. You play these acoustic sets, like you you mentioned, and uh, you play videos that uh, I, who even knows? Like that's another thing that's so impressive. So, um, you know, there's these you, they're they're lore videos. We played one before the show, and they kind of go into the backstory of uh, you know what's the what's the realm? Well, it's not Earth realm, right? And there's multiple realms, but what's the main one? So I live in Sosaria. There are many, but as right. you know, I mean, we all know there are so many realms and dimensions, of course. <laughs> but uh, you know, I've been to I've been to a couple. I once went to a realm called it was called uh, Liberty City or something, wild place. Um, <laughs> but Sosaria is is very whimsical, and it's where I was born and raised. And um, I went to the Earth realm a lot, even as a young young. So I've, I'm a weird. Oh, I'm like someone who was born in, uh, someone who was born in, uh, Massachusetts, but raised in California. <laughs> I'm a weird mix of earth realm and, and Cesaria, Cesaria by nature, earth realm by nurture a little bit. So you take a dash of, uh, Jerry Springer and a dash of <laughs> eating turkey leg off the bone and you get something like cackle keep a little something for everyone yeah so how did you is is video something you were ever interested in uh before or was that something that kind of grew out of it because again like there's there's a lot of love and uh, i i mean i've just barely scratched the surface of after effects but it seems like there's a lot of after effects going on and stuff like it's really impressive like how did how did you even get to to be making videos a lot of people who make videos you know they start when they're younger and make little videos with their friends or something you know with a camcorder and stuff and i got a camcorder when i was a kid and I tried to do some videos and again, I was just like, I didn't know what I was doing. And, uh, you know, so I kind of like just, it was one of many things I kind of dropped, uh, but you know, uh, like how did, how did that start? That, that's another, I mean, it's another really impressive accomplishment that it's something that you managed to seemingly keep doing, you know, I, it seems like you're still making those and stuff, right? It is a struggle to keep them going. I, some last break that I took, I had to take two months off from streaming just to to get all this wacky new content ready for a new season of streaming i i hate doing that because it you know i want to keep that momentum going but as for the origin you know yeah i started off making movies on cameras and when i was in high school uh well in I'm, i'll call it high school we it was the uh have you ever been to white run uh the no mage? i can't say that i have it's kind of like a mage academy but it's it was kind of like that but it was it, i'll call it high school the, the cesarean equivalent of high school when i was in high school i was dabbling with all these electronics i was discovering from from earth realm and i got into uh pretty uh, pretty serious video making at the end of high school there and after that you know it was i mean gosh we've got we've got like 30 minutes i don't know where we're going to dive into this but i'm going to cover some stuff real quick yeah, yeah. After that, I got into, uh, I made some films and then I started working in different industries that I always wanted to be a part of. Uh, like I worked in the wrestling industry behind the scenes for Whoa. like seven years, made all kinds of pre-production promo packages and music and all this wacky stuff that was getting pulled in all these different directions. I was working on Upwork, making videos like freelance, making stuff for God knows who, from God knows <laughs> where, from God knows what part of the world, stuff for children that was kind of scary but i made it anyway um but you know i was i had to i felt like i had to pay my dues and do whatever i could get 
And so, yeah, there's a lot of, I don't know if people are going to ever discover that. I kind of fear that one day. You know, there was a song about having diarrhea where I had to write a song and explain how it works in the childish way and just trying to find a way to word that without it being vulgar and, or funny. How do you, I, I, I fear that it's out there and someone's going to find it and start posting it around. I don't know what country that was for, but I wonder if there are children there who think about my voice singing to them about, oh. Well, I hope so. I mean, that sounds great. And if they learned more about the mysterious phenomenon going on inside their bodies, I'm sure it was good, you know, work, right? Well, there's an expression. It's, it wasn't what you dreamed of. And I have to say, you know, going to the earth realm and getting involved in the music industry, really, <laughs> that wasn't what I, wasn't what I expected to end up doing that. Right. So it's interesting because, you know, on the one hand, like, yeah, I think it's hard to, uh, to, you know, be like, ugh, this is not what I came here for. But at the same time, it is kind of a little amazing that you got to pursue your craft through these jobs at the same time, right? As opposed to just kind of relegating it to a hobby or, or maybe you did some of that too, you know, in between working. But so like, is that obviously it allowed you to apply your craft and stuff, but were you, were you like positive about it or was it? is it mixed you know with like i don't know even just working with wrestling and stuff uh you know it just seems really exciting and interesting um certainly really dynamic it sounds like you had a lot of different things going on like very you know a variety of kind of pursuits right like what do you think of all that i mean i guess you know you can't put too much judgment it's just what happened right well a big boost to my uh motivation to be able to stream for a long time you know, as you said, you know, relegating to a hobby. Honestly, along the way, I really wasn't making money doing it. I mean, I when I, I used to work in uh, at a dairy barn. I don't know if you have those. I don't think so. Which but was Kevin pretty, might know about pretty them. terrible. And then me and Merchant used to work in a newspaper factory together, which is outrageous. Wow. And and wrist damage was out of control mm -hmm. every day for like eight hours, just going. <laughs> pick up a giant stack of 100 papers and people would have these scars on their wrists and be like, yeah, I got the, I got the surgery. We all get it eventually. It's like a Twilight Zone episode. Yeah. So doing that for a while was uh, pretty scary. And definitely when I had a chance, like, oh, I can possibly make like a couple bucks doing wrestling. Yes. Right. I'll do that for 15 hours a day. Sure. Anything but that. Uh, yeah. So that helped. Um, but also, yeah, I mean... A lot of it it's hard to make money doing stuff like that it really is uh doing you know actual video and audio production stuff um so many great artists out there you know it's so saturated on websites like upwork like where i used to do a lot of freelance stuff there's so many great artists out there and you know i try to do vfx it's, it's okay but when you look at even low-level vfx artists on upwork i mean there is astounding stuff on there i i've hired vfx artists to do a couple things in the lore videos before if there's something that I want to have that needs to be really good. Um, but, um, yeah, no. I, the thing is, making um, video content is getting easier and easier. And I believe in the future, more and more people are going to be able to make wild stuff. Um, they're simplifying it and making it more powerful at the same time. I love that. So I'm, I, I try to take advantage of it. You know, heck, I remember... I used to edit stuff with two VCRs <laughs> and a board that could make you change the color purple. And that was pretty much it. That was the VFX. 
So yeah. to be able to have final cut is like, whoa, this is, let me take advantage of this. And that, you know, that's a big driver for me too. Just taking advantage of all this amazing stuff the Earth Realm's coming up with. It's incredible. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Kevin might more closely relate with uh, editing reel to reel and turning purple and stuff. I think Kevin is a master at probably both of those things. Wow. Kevin also loves like lost artifacts of Earth Realm, you know, like VHSs and stuff, and he hoards them. Unlike not unlike a lich, you know. Um, but it's yeah, it's really again, it's really impressive seeing you know what you do with these videos. Uh, I'm always blown away and stuff like. And it, it seems like it's mostly just you. Like, do you have camera people or do you just like use a tripod and lock things off and stuff? Um, how, how does that like, I mean, just, I guess here's a lot of green screens and stuff, right? <laughs> like, how does that, it's impressive. Green screen? We don't know. Green screen! Ah! Oh That's no. Green um, so yeah, basically, everything you see is a one shot so it's like mm -hmm. if i'm filming if it's a scene with me that was just me in the room alone usually i sometimes ask merchant to help me set up shots he's really good with cameras too and uh he's really good at, at everything in general by the way a lot of people underestimate underestimate that about merchant and, and like his involvement it really is like a team thing this definitely wouldn't be happening without merchant guaranteed and uh he's, he's so influential like the content like the even just the fantasy stuff he's way more into 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 even like he's read so many fantasy books and he's watched all the all the films and he's very very knowledgeable but very technical and hardware and software very good um when i have other people like merchant it's me and merchant so we're working together in the room but often when it's just me it's a one shot and you know it's a lot it's a puzzle you get a you get hundreds of gigs of green screen footage and you sit there and you look at your davinci resolve timeline and go okay it's gonna be a long night <laughs> let's start compositing i guess and then uh two months later i'm back and i'm partying and some people say how do you stream for so long don't you work so hard on stream and it's like when i was on break it was 10 times harder right Sitting there every day just like oh, please don't, don't just just composite no errors please just render and then you know you sit there for day after day and that's way harder in my opinion because you know partying i i got people partying with me and telling me how great things are and when i'm out when i'm by myself compositing there's no one telling me it's great in fact my inner voice is telling me wow that's horrible this is you need to reshoot everything you need to dub everything and it's just like oh my god it's it's pretty it's very difficult um i can't imagine real to real I, I i watch videos and i see movies about that my goodness that's you know taking a razor and that's <laughs> i can't imagine that's a whole new world and i just, just can't imagine cut like yeah like you said the cutting like just how do you even how do you even like it's just oh i cut it wrong and it's like now is everything ruined forever <laughs> like maybe like it just seems impossibly exacting and stuff but yeah i guess i know what you mean is like is as much as is as, as it can be like draining and stuff to stream and be like on for me at least it's so much different than uh absolutely beating the crap out of myself <laughs> while i'm you know doing some 
some creative enterprise on my own, which, you know, again, I, I've been editing some videos. I've been pivoting to video, you know, which is maybe a bad idea. I don't know. But I, I'm for my, for my Patreon, I've been doing video stuff. And man, you really just see the limits of your ability when you're staring at it on a screen in front of you, just unable to turn it into anything good. And so, yeah, I definitely identify with you there it's but you know it's it's impressive but yeah uh you know one thing i've done is uh i've started trying to uh edit on on stream a couple times not not in bulk but like sometimes i'll just do a little bit of editing just because it's like well a lot of times the audience doesn't seem to really care exactly what i'm doing they're just happy to hang out and talk and chat and stuff and so it's like and also i gotta do this for my patreon so if i don't get it done it's a problem so i'm gonna turn these kind of two work tasks into like one work task and kind of kind of get some fun out of it but yeah i'm sorry i cut you off did you have anything else to say i get excited Oh, me too. No, no, you're absolutely right. You know, there's this documentary called uh, South Park 10 Days to Air or something mm -hmm. about the mm -hmm. meaning of their episode. And I re I've relate to that so much in so many ways. And when I saw it, it was like, wow, like it was almost like validating, like, wow, so you can make stuff without it being like, all right, I typed up a script and, you know, they stand there with a whiteboard and walk around and and also not only that but the emotional like the way at the end how trey says this is awful i hate it that's me every time every night on a lore premiere i'm like man the new lore sucks what am i gonna do it's gonna take me a couple more months to make the next one and wash my palette over time it's like oh that was good it's good but every time it's just like the process in south park i love that that documentary so like relatable and validating to me to be like wow that's what i do i can't believe that's really how such an amazing show is made um gosh south park is incredible though but you know i also yeah. i think it's it's so amazing how there's such a venn diagram overlap of the world of role play uh, and fantasy and video creation and it all boils down to storytelling and i think we're in such an interesting time in earth realmian history the storytelling that's going on and you know like harman quest using a game to then create it to tell the story and then animate and just take that next level of storytelling to where you can really immerse and suspend your disbelief and really get in there there's just so many fascinating and interesting ways that stories are being told now it's encouraging and uh i'm not so much of a I, i'm not so much into mainstream stuff but what i see like on twitch boiling up from the underground i'm loving it right now it's a very interesting time and i wonder you know for for like for like kevin being back in the world of real to real to see you know there not only is there no gatekeeper for like network there's not even a gatekeeper for public access it's like anyone is just streaming professional broadcast now it must be kind of mind-blowing to see that evolution transpire yeah kevin what, what do you think i mean obviously you're creating shrub home video you've invented a network uh without anyone's you know permission i guess you know you just got to do it like well what's it like for you and you you know kevin he's been around the block you know so it's like what well, obviously you've seen these same developments well what do you make of it kevin I mean, it's interesting seeing how Shrab Home Video has evolved kind of in a vacuum where we just don't really know what we're doing. And I just throw stuff at the wall and see what sticks, you know. Um, but really, I mean, it's it's this is Shrab's design here. I'm just sort of taking his aesthetic and trying to run with it the best I can. Um, 
But yeah, it, it's this really democratizing kind of system now where anyone can, and the cheapest laptop, do video editing, where before it was a room full of equipment, you know, that you need to do stuff like that. So it's been astounding, really, just to watch how, you know, just over the last, say, 15, 20 years, video on the internet has completely changed from being this thing of like, you know, you need a budget and you need a crew and you need things like that to watching people just literally making their own TV series. You know, I just met someone a couple of weeks ago and she's making her own sci-fi series herself. You know, she's filming it. She's doing the music. She's editing it. She's doing everything like special effects, all of it by herself. When 10 years ago, that would have been a crew of 15 people, you know, so that that's, I think been the biggest change for me is seeing the fact that just anyone can do this now for no money. Yeah, I think like YouTube obviously was the big kind of uh, scape shift where it became almost kind of like punk rock video and stuff where, you know, or, or pirate radio, but for video and then Twitch is like, like that, but more for TV as opposed to like videos and movies and clips and stuff. Whereas it's like people just have talk shows and they have, you know, they just do their own thing. And it's all it's it's billion different ways, you know, VTubers and stuff is another really strange and interesting kind of development that's that's a lot of people are it's it's also another technology that people are taking it in different ways and stuff and some like i've seen the person that just kind of like is like a cartoon character in a cartoon house and then they kind of it's maybe a bit more similar to your stream where they kind of interact with the objects in the room as if they're just like a character in a tv show or something that can also see the chat and it's like yeah once you once you kind of make this accessible to everyone it just explodes in like literally every every direction and you know you kind of see the market reacted real life or in real time about like yeah you know this has gas this this personality is really working and i don't know i think it's 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 really crazy um it's it's really scary as someone who's trying to work in traditional media to an extent you know because it's like why you know why would why would people spend money on like streaming services and stuff when it's like you have such good stuff for free pouring out of like every corner of the internet you know it's like it's really hard to compete with and i think you know especially when um you know if it's at least you know in california rent is really high and stuff and it's like well i could spend twenty dollars on netflix or something or i can just you know watch uh people on stream and stuff for the same period of time and it's just as good or better you know it's certainly a lot different especially with the kind of parasocial relationship element and a community of it all like that you have to kind of find your own community uh you know it's like there's community around x files but you had to go to the x files news groups and stuff and now it's like no it's right there it's on the side of the window you know it's it's really cool and um yeah i don't know i guess i don't really have any questions off of that i'm just kind of ranting um but, i mean but, it's yeah. so true there's stuff flying out of the internet everywhere like you know you could like you said you could watch a movie yourself and pay for it or watch someone watch a movie on twitch while they giggle every five <laughs> minutes to donations and you know gosh i mean look at youtube there's everything there's there's gang stalking awareness vampire sightings naked yoga there's just so much happening all at once it's hard to keep up with and you know iphones the quality is just so good people it's almost you right here you have a production studio these days the camera in these things is getting i mean the newest iphone the camera is unbelievable it looks like someone's filming something that would be up here on Netflix. And what's wild is you don't have to seek it out. You have it by default. I mean, everyone has to have a phone. It's almost like the government of the earth realm is tracking every move. It's like a necessity. Uh, and it's so true that, you know, Kevin brought up how, uh, you know, it's like 
not even that long ago, 10 years ago, YouTube wasn't even that good. Old YouTube was bad. I mean, no, it was like home movies. It was just a place to dump home movies. Yeah. I mean, the original shows that would people would make, gosh, you can only upload for 10 minutes at one point. So, I mean, stuff was pretty, it was pretty bad. Not even that long ago. So yeah, the, the progress has been really big last 10 years for the underground for the mainstream i don't know i i feel like storytelling on the mainstream maybe maybe a little maybe a little formulaic it's a little yes the underground's what i see uh astounding amazing love it yeah so yeah I kind of have like i don't know i maybe might not launch into this whole rant but you know basically most storytelling kind of uh, intentionally or unintentionally harkens back to uh joseph campbell and joseph campbell in my opinion kind of flattened storytelling a lot um just like the miniest part of this rant is he went around um collecting storytelling from other cultures and stuff and he created this essentially this grand unified theory of storytelling but he wanted to pass it off as a mono myth that was kind of like intentional bias he was inserting into his research and so he would discard things that didn't fit with his worldview and so he took a pretty broad traditional of, of human storytelling and was like no it's all one way and that's basically the form of storytelling that has survived through hollywood that's kind of the one of the basises of like uh you know story structure and uh you know save the cat and all this stuff that's kind of common storytelling um but that's not it's all based on this false premise that like all stories are the same and again he had to throw out examples of when it wasn't the same to make his point because all storytelling is not the same and i think you know without when you go on these alternate pipelines people developing their own skills independently they don't necessarily get those same tropes and stuff and they, they're not limited by these structures and these assumptions and that that makes so much more interesting stuff you know like i don't it might be hard to sell your stream to like uh the 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 vp of new development at netflix or something but what you have is undeniable you know and it's it's just like it's it's charisma it's skill it's impressive my only hope is just like that these people still keep paying um you know getting paid for this stuff because it's kind of like you were saying you know you were so eager to work in these areas that you you worked for maybe not a ton of money and stuff and so it's like that's that's this con common tradition is that people if they want to be in a business if a business business has shine to it or glamour or is like seen as this cool uh field people work for way less and that lets them get exploited and then when they stop wanting to get exploited they just get replaced by the next people who haven't been beaten down yet you know and so it's it can be really hard and so but that's a, an, again one of these cool things about twitch and these kind of more demo, you know platforms that can be kind of democratizing and stuff but you know i i don't know not like i don't know i just think it's so cool it's so cool seeing all these creatives you know uh, a yeah. fan turn me on to your stream and stuff and that's that's why and i would never have even knew this was a thing that was possible you know yeah. i like again the stuff that you pull on the stream with the with the with the you know the camera moves i didn't even know you could do like camera moves like that uh and so it's just it's just really amazing um i don't know do you want to do you want to respond to that That's yeah so you know the, it's so true that the companies that would exploit people and you get into something thinking gosh i dreamed of as i said before it's not what you dreamed of and you know <laughs> in music especially coming up with being mm -hmm. in a lot of bands you'd hear a lot of whoa my friend's band got signed cool oh they got signed to a 360 deal what's that oh means they pay for everything and uh have fun on the road by the way um yeah and you know 
as for you know the the joseph campbell stuff it the, the hero of a thousand faces and it's it's wild you know the religious aspect of storytelling and you know it's sorry we have different religions so it's it's so fascinating to look <laughs> at the story the, the 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 you know the storytelling you know in cesaria we talk about the two snakes uh that combined and that's really how the the universe was formed of course people talk about the virtues but that's a bunch of horse hockey um <laughs> yeah those 360 deals were bad and you know episodic content it's 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 really evolving in such an interesting way you know you used to get 15 minutes if you take out the commercial of saved by the bell and they're just trying to keep the ball in the air hey screech is wacky zach is cool keep that ball in the air see you next week and it's just it's now you have binge watching and it's a totally different dynamic of being episodic um that being said uh, i mean i hate to take such a sidebar you guys see the new kids in the hall because that is one of the new things that kind of blew my mind with how good it was because i'm rarely no, impressed I, I haven't seen it yet have you kevin no i haven't <sighs> come on oh, beautiful. i know how kevin was seeing it i i don't have amazon that's like the one streaming service i i will i don't pay for any streaming service i like borrow them from my friends but the amazon is the one that i've lost the password to so it's like the one i can't consistently get access to but i yeah, i, I plan to watch thought? it who would have thought in the old days when you had the TV channel and you'd sit there and they would tell you coming up at eight o'clock on Discovery. Now you have to, you know, it's like, oh, forgot my password for the UFC channel. I can't watch the fight. Forgot my password for Netflix. I can't watch the Fire Festival documentary. I mean, it's just uh, it's, it's an interesting time in that sense. Passwords everywhere. I got to log into the damn TV. You didn't have to lie yeah. back in my day we just turned it on and sometimes we had to turn the freaking rabbit ears or something i don't know yeah. well i got a question and it's about your robe do you hand make those does do you have a tailor or something your robes are super impressive and it's like i don't know whenever i watch your videos and stuff it's stupid but i'm just like these these robes are i gotta get me one of these like they're really great so you know, I used to sell replicas of what I wear, but this new one, I'm not selling replicas of this one yet. It's a little too fancy. This one was actually handcrafted uh, by a worker deep in the mines of uh, Minoc. And it took a long time. This dye actually is, has a really interesting story. This dye, this blue, they actually had to harvest these the berries from a farm uh, that's very, very exclusive. You can only grow these berries for like, I think two weeks a year. And so they had to harvest them really quick and it's only it's a very small part of the world so they harvested these berries and it took you know because it, you have to harvest them in two weeks it took i think months to get enough dye for this whole coat here wow. but yeah handcrafted absolutely not from wish.com but it was handcrafted <laughs> by a very skilled expert level tailor deep in the mines and gosh i mean i constantly look at it myself and think I can't believe they pulled this off. It's indestructible. I mean, the cufflinks are, they make my gully wits jiggle just looking at them. Oh man. So that actually brings up another question with which with, I've, I've uh, been on your stream. You, know, you talk about gully wits and ungumbling them, but I'm, I'm a bit of an imposter. I don't really know what a gully, gully wits are or a gully wit is if there's even a singular. Whoa. You want to expand on that? Oh, that is a great question. Some, yeah, some people wonder about that. You know, uh, you know, <laughs> gully wits, uh, gosh, have you heard of, you know, have you heard of the ninjas, the ninjutsu sure. practitioners? Yeah. 
yeah, the, and they they have this intuition where they can catch a fish, you know, or they can cut a marshmallow in half without looking at it. And Gullywit is sort of the Sosarian translation of that. That's as close as I've come to find something in the earth realm I can compare it to. Your Gullywit's also, I mean, everyone has it. You know, it's part of your stoicism. Your stoicism, your 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 power even, your your IQ is affected by your Gullywit's, your mana levels, how tricky you are, your trickery. And, you know, everyone has it. You know, you have Gullywit's, Kevin has Gullywit's, Tekalode has Gullywit's, Ultimate Avatar has Gullywit's. Um, and the thing is, your Gullywit's are, they're innate. You know, Miramisu was born with Gullywits, for example. You know, and, and these Gullywits, when you're afraid, let me ask you something. Are you the kind of person that when you get scared, you, you get shaky, you get really nervous, or are you more like a rock and it almost influences you to be more stern and let's do this? I think when I'm scared, like in a bad situation, I can summon that kind of sternness. But when I'm scared, I think, yeah, no, I'm more shaky, kind of like not not great. Okay, so so you you maybe have a propensity to have jiggling gullywits. Um, mm. So that's just a, a quick, tight and easy way to, to really sum that up. Um, but yeah, everyone has gullywits, and it's really your sense, your sensibilities, your your inner your inner child's monologue, even you know, getting in touch with what you really believe before the earth realm influenced your mind with the darkened paths. Of the unwashed masses and if you can stay in touch with your inner gullywits as, as strong as you can it, it's a sense of conviction a sense of pride and uh a sense of you know i i can stand on this i can stand on these two icebergs as they drift apart and i'm gonna be okay get in touch with your gullywits open your third eye make your kundalini rise up and you never know your potential could be tapped into at any moment <laughs> Yeah, my kundalini is in a starry, uh, in a sorry state, unfortunately. Uh, but mm -mm. I'm I'm imagining Gullywits on like uh, I play D and D and stuff, and so you know you have a character sheet with your strength and your charisma and your constitution. I'm imagining Gullywits is just like one of those stats. It's like, oh, I got an eight in Gullywits. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I I gotta I gotta beef those up though. Um, I, you know, uh, do you do you want to play another song for us? We got some time left. Um, but yeah, I think it could be good before our last round of questioning, or maybe we could talk to Kevin. But yeah, but you wanna you wanna bust something out? First of all, I want to perform a ritual just for you. That's very very special. Uh oh. And I, this is for everyone who's watching. Um, you know, half the world is tuned in right now. I don't know if you know this. I hope Earth Realm or, or Sosoria. Sosaria. The world is tuned in, so I hope. All right. This really, will open someone's third eye just by witnessing it, because you never know when you have this many people watching. A small act can change everything. Sure. So he is going below. <laughs> oh no! I'm seeing his feet. Freed from desire, mind and senses purified. Free from desire. Okay. that's a skill uh how do you do that is are you so i can't but you have all these talents but also you're like a ba you get balance on your feet or not on your feet the opposite of your feet yeah so i i spent maybe 
there was a period where I spent, I, I would spend, you know, hours at a time, just, I had a, a, a pole with two buckets on my head and I'd just stay there like that for a long time. I mean, hours. I'd, I'd be listening to podcasts and watching, you know, WWF shows from 1996 and, and just make it the whole way through SummerSlam 96 and get up to Vader versus Shawn Michaels. And by the time Shawn's stomping on his head saying, move, it's still there and it's just starting to wiggle. <laughs> Um, you know, here's the thing about music, though. That's, that's so great about the Earth Realm. They found a way to make it even better, because what they did is they found a way to make these great jingles. You know, like J. G. Wentworth. Yum. Wait, exactly. No. Or you know, <laughs> if I have an annuity and I need cash now, call eight six six the general. Exactly. <laughs> So they what just they did stick was, into our cultural consciousness so deeply. Yeah, I'm, I'm still learning this stuff every day. So it's still really fascinating to me. So here's the thing. Um, Wendy's, you know, Dave Thomas, incredible icon. Um, Style. You know, Dave Thomas foundation is, is, is unironically a really, uh, great service. And, uh, the old fashioned hamburgers, the, the quarter pounders, <laughs> junior bakeys, fries are really good. You dip those fries in some of their barbecue sauce, you're good. I mean, you could you could live on that, you know? Some do. And, you know, the Frosties, you take a couple of sprinkles, drop them in a Frosty, it's like a Mr. Softy ice cream cone from New York City. It's an incredible <laughs> flavor. And people, they don't talk about that enough. They don't talk about the chili. They talk about the finger in the chili, debunked. They talk about... You know, so well they I you would, know people slander the chili. They say it's like oh, it's old hamburgers. It's like that's what normal chili is. That's all chili is old hamburgers. And they revamped it. If you haven't had Wendy's in in like a couple months or like a year, try the chili. I'm telling you, you'll say, "Whoa, that's better than I remember." Now here's the thing. I went back into the vault. I, I went back into the vault, and you know, I'm, I'm without further ado, let's just let's just get right to it because you know, I went back into the vault of Wendy's and I looked back at their history. I went back to before they had a salad bar. And I said, <laughs> what made Wendy's great? And you know what? I found something. And it was this amazing instructional video. And it lays out everything that there is to know about hot drinks. And I loved it so much that it became a part of my life. At first, it was confusing and, and maybe a little funny. But now, it's been a part of my life and a part of the lives of the Mage Council for years. So I leave you with this. Awesome. Ahem. Cough. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, Kevin, I'm so sorry. I've had original sound on this whole time. God darn. Okay. That's okay. It's been okay. It has? Yeah. You wouldn't, you wouldn't just say that to make, th make me feel good, right, Kevin? I absolutely would, but it has sounded fine. Yes. Both are true. Yeah. Because right. I had a feeling you seem very polite. So I just wanted to clarify. I'm, I'm not. You did. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. <laughs> so I leave you with this. <laughs> Coffee, decaf, hot tea, and hot chocolate. Those are the hot drinks that you serve. So get it. Hot cups come in two sizes. Small and larger filmed as the need arises. Coffee's holding time is 30 minutes, that's how long you 
can stay there before it starts to taste too strong Hot, hot, careful when you pour it Hold it steady upon the counter, let it sit Let's cut to the chorus Hot drinks really get you going Warms you up when you feel you're slowing Wendy's, we always serve it right away Add a smile and have a nice day What a great show this was yeah, thanks so much. And I'm so sorry, you know, we, we when we do the show, we have this counter and I'm sure that's caused you a bit of worry. But you know, you don't got to worry too much about that. Uh, oh, are you no? doing a, a great magic trick? Yeah, I mean, we do try to keep the counter, but I, I feel bad. You know, uh, we you know, I guess I could have prepped you a little better. But I Art love that wizardry song. is always hitting your mark, though. So I had to. That's <laughs> no, called a speed run. <laughs> yeah. My way of life. You, I don't think we've ever done this show in just an hour, and yet we've accomplished it. I think you've speedrun yet another, maybe a whole new genre of speedrunning is the podcast uh, space. But uh, yeah, so that that's going to do it for our show. Thanks so much. Uh, do you have anything to plug? Uh, you know, uh, you have like a store, you have a stream. Uh, you want to talk about that a little bit? We, like I said, we you know we don't got to worry about time. We'll we'll get out of here for sure. Well, if you say that, I'm going to start filibustering for another thirty <laughs> minutes or so, but. I'll, well, I'll, the people who made us late certainly deserve that, but unfortunately, they're not whoa. the ones that will be punished. All right. Plug squeeze. <laughs> Seek the force of wires in the internet landscape when you are seeking a bright, fun, interactive, caring, and acceptive environment, experience, and world, story, lore, life luxury the pursuit of happiness it's all there within cackle keep and you can find that at twitch dot television forward slash forest of wires also there's a new cd coming out called goblin music you can find that by going to twitch.tv slash forest of wires and typing exclamation point g in the chat or exclamation point gromulus it's an amazing new album 20 tracks and if you pre-order today that's the only way you can get the shiny foil exclusive gromulus trading card if you order it after it's for sale regularly you'll never get it it's not going to be mixed in with the packs so Check out Gromulus Goblin Music. I'm getting a nice cut. Nice, nice cut. <laughs> getting a nice cut on that. So awesome. Well, yeah, thanks so much. And, you know, I, I stream on Twitch, twitch.tv slash the Sixler. And if you check me out, you know, we'll probably end up raiding Forest of Wires. And so, yeah, you know, you, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what's going on there. Um, what about you, Kevin? You got you, you usually have shit to say, right? Yeah, starting in about half an hour, we have a new, brand new episode of Real Life Sci-Fi with Emily Candini as the guest, uh, followed by an encore presentation of one of the recent uh, found traps by Rob Schraub. So if you're watching us live, stick around. If you're listening to this on the podcast, come see us live on Sundays. It's at schraubhomevideo.com. Oh, yeah. Uh, good call out, Kevin. I always forget that. Uh, thanks to Gasnod for the music. Thanks again to Carl DeLinden uh, from, you know, coming here from another dimension. It must take a lot of mana to pull that off. But as always, we like to end the show with the exact same sign off phrase. And so as always, uh, ungumble your gully wits. Uh, have a good night, everybody.